Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. You know I appreciate you. So this morning, I'm talking to a real good friend of mine, Milton Olave. I've known Milton for years. And we were talking about motivation. So this is podcast is about motivation. And then I'm going to tie it back into sales. And we're talking about motivation. And I said, you know, Milton, one of the things I just don't like. He said, what is that, Victor? And I said, vision boards. Do you know what a vision board is? You ever see these vision boards? I've seen these so many times. A vision board is basically you put some type of cork board, magnetic board, doesn't matter. Put a board on your wall. And then what you're supposed to do is put things that you dream about having on that board. For example, put a cop, uh, picture of a mansion you'd like to own with a giant pool, maybe a seaside ocean view condo, or I don't know, a new car, a Bugatti, Lamborghini, take your pick. Or maybe you want to go to some exotic place that nobody's ever been to place before, and whatever it may be, you put all these things on your vision and board. And a lot of people don't have one thing. They have like five or 10 things, if not more, on the board. And vision boards, I don't know, you tell me. You could respond to this podcast. I'll read the comments. But they irritate me. Yes, I said it. Vision boards irritate me for several reasons. One, they're hypocritical in the sense that on one hand, we say we don't want to be materialistic, but everything on that vision board is about materialistic things. Things I want to own, possessions I want to own. And I find that ironic that people who preach on one hand, it's not about what you own, turn around and put a vision board with material things on the board. And again, I get it. I get it. So let me just back off a little bit. Let me just back off just a little bit. I am not saying that you should not have aspirations. That's not what I'm saying. We all want to have goals. We all want to have aspirations of where we want to go, where we want to be, or dare I say, what we want to have. But when I look at a vision board, it is aspirational, not situational. That's the key phrase here. That's the key turn phrase. It's aspirational, not situational. Aspirational in the sense that it's like, here's what I'd like to have. Here's where I'd like to go. This is aspiration. There's nothing wrong with that. I get that. But it's not situational, i.e., how do you get there? How do you get that mansion? How do you get that exotic vacation? How do you get that car, that Bugatti? By the way, I just like saying Bugatti. I don't know if it's just me, but that's the coolest sounding car word, Bugatti. So let's say I want a Bugatti. I got a picture of a Bugatti on there. Great. That doesn't tell me how I'm going to get it. So what if we create something beyond a vision board? Something that says, here's the vision board and here's the mission board. And maybe the mission board is all about how do you get that object that you're craving. By the way, footnote, you're being materialistic. But nonetheless, sometimes we just want things and that's okay. Let's say you want that Bugatti. So what is our mission board? What do I mean by a mission board? Yeah, I just made that up. A mission board is how do I get what's on my vision board? So how do I get there? Let's break it down so you can get an idea. Remember, aspirational versus situational. 
aspiration, vision board, situational, how do you get it, mission board. So let's say that that Bugatti costs $240,000. And let's say that you are determined to pay cash for that baby. Because if you're going to buy it, you might as well buy it. There's no point in you know, paying interest on a depreciating asset. And if you have to buy a Bugatti on payments, you have to ask yourself, can you really afford it? So let's say that you want to build towards that Bugatti. It's on your vision board, and the mission is to get that Bugatti. So what I would like you to put on your mission board is how you're going to get it. And here's what you would write. First of all, you make a decision. We're going to pay cash. $240,000. Now, I don't know what a Bugatti costs, but I think that's a good number. Now, to get to $240,000, you have to, let's say, sell, make, earn, after all expenses, $20,000. Let's keep it simple. Let's just say that you have to earn $20,000 every month. And if you take 20000 times 12, that's how I got to the number, you get $240,000. Said another way, the Bugatti's $240,000. If I can pocket to $20,000 every month, I can get that Bugatti. So how do you get there? Well, step number one, let's say you're a salesperson, which I hope you are. And let's say that on average, when you close a deal, you make $5,000, right? $5,000. Keeping the numbers easy here. So that means per month, you have to make four sales. That's four times 5,000. That's your 20,000 to get your 240,000. So keep that in mind. Work with me on the numbers here. Your average commission is five thousand. You got to sell. You got to get twenty thousand every month. So you got you have to make four sales. Nothing hard about that. Now, let's say that you've been monitoring your close rate, your conversion rate, and you realize that you close twenty percent of the deals, only twenty percent. Now, if you only close twenty percent of the deals, that means you have to have twenty deals in your pipeline in order to close for a month. How did I do that number? Real quick in case you didn't get it. If I got to close four deals per month, I take four divided by my close rate, which is 0.2, and I come up with 20 deals. Said another way, if you take 20 deals and you multiply it by your close rate, which is 20%, you get four deals a month. So now you know that your average commission is 5,000, your close rate is 20%, more or less. If it's higher, great. That means you got to get 20 deals in the pipeline every month. 20 deals in your pipeline. Now, let's dig further into the numbers. So you got to get 20 deals. Hmm. I got to get 20 deals. Now, you further know, you also know that you, you're on the phone making calls and you realize that for every 30 calls you make, I'm just picking a number here, for every 30 calls you make, you get 10 meetings. For every 30 calls you make, you get 10 meetings, and out of every 10 meeting, maybe you close one deal. You with me so far? You, you call 30 times, 30 different clients, you set up 10 different meetings. Out of those 10 meetings, you close one deal at $5,000. Now, if you close one deal after 30 calls, that means in order for you to hit your number, get 20 deals in the pipeline, you have to make 600 calls per month. Let me do this again slowly because this is important. 30 calls gets you one sale. 30 calls, 10 meetings. Out of those 10 meetings, you get one sale. You know you need four a month, right? But we also know that we need 20 deals in the pipeline because of our close rate. So if you take 30 calls to get one deal, 
That means you have to make 30 times 20 deals that you need in order to get your 20 deals a month. So you have to make 600 calls per month. 600 calls, which means that the average month has 22 working days. That means you have to make 27 calls every day in order to ensure that you close four deals every month. Now, that is situational. That is a mission statement. That is called knowing your numbers, breaking down your numbers. Notice, I went from aspirational, I want a Bugatti, to here's what I have to do on a daily basis. I have to make 27 calls on a daily basis. I have to close 20% of my deals. And if I do that, I'll earn 20,000 a month and I'll get that Bugatti by the end of the year. That is a mission board. So I want you to keep this in mind. It's okay to have aspirations, but you need a roadmap. You need details. You need the daily activities that you'll need to do. These are things you have to do in order to hit that number so you can buy that nice mansion, that great vacation, or the Bugatti. Anyway, that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. And in fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to post this one on YouTube and in the description, look down in the description if you're looking at it on YouTube, and I will write out all these numbers for you so you can actually follow along with this audio. Anyway, Go to the Sales Mastery Academy, which is now the Sales Velocity Academy. I keep getting that question all the time. Is it the same thing? We've just rebranded it. So if you want to increase your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. And lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi. I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me, and it's always about them.